0: Cardinals fall to four and nine. They will be guaranteed a losing season, and they lose their starting quarterback, Kyler Murray, to what appears to be a serious knee injury. Not a great night in Cardinalville, but uh, here to talk about it with us uh, as we've uh, visited with him on many a morning following a game. Kyle Vandenbosch from the Cardinals radio team joins us here on the Arizona Sports Line. Kyle, good morning. How are you?
1: I'm doing all right, guys. Yeah, it's, uh, that was a tough one. Yeah, you, know, you really feel for Kyler Murray. Look, I've I've been there. I, I've dealt with a couple of ACLs. If that's what it is, um, it's a it's a long, lonely road back. But he's a competitor. I'm sure he'll come back.
2: Go ahead, Beck. Uh, no, okay. So, we, and, and knowing what you know about this, let's let's talk about how this injury is specific to a quarterback that seems to rely on his legs. That that seems to be reluctant to play unless he feels a hundred percent. We all know that RG three had a trouble coming back. What kind of challenge is he is he going to face psychologically getting back to the football field if this is indeed an ACL tear?
1: Yeah, like I said, it's it's a long hard road. Um, you know, rehab, um the progress isn't linear. I mean you'll have good days, you'll have bad days, and you'll have setbacks and it's it's as much um mental and emotional battle as it is a physical battle coming back. Um look my first uh well both my ACLs happened when I was with the Cardinals, um and You know, even when I felt like I was back and I was on the field and I was 100%, I watched myself on film and I'm not doing things I think I should be able to do and I'm backing away from piles and um, it, it takes some time to be fully back. And at the quarterback position, there's so many other factors. There's, you know, constantly people falling at your legs, diving at your legs. There's, um, you know, the rotational uh, pressure you put on your knees when you're throwing the ball that, you know, in order to step into and drive throws from the pocket. And then, you know, like, you know, like you alluded to with with a mobile quarterback who is such a threat and whose legs are such a weapon, um, you know, it's going to take some time. But now saying that, um, you know, look, Kyler Murray, prior to his injury, um, you know, I'm sure he's not happy with how the season has gone. And nothing drives competitors more than having doubters, than having um, you know, people say this is going to affect him, he's not gonna be the same, he's never gonna to return to form. So um, you know, for me at least, um, you know, that's that's what drove me. It was no long Days in dark rooms by yourself and listening to the noise and and having the team move on without you for a period of time, that's what drives true competitors. And if there's anything that you constantly, the refrain you constantly hear about Kyler Murray is he is an ultra competitor. And so, um, you know, it's, it it's hard to predict you know without any knowledge of, of the extent of the injury cuz not all ACL injuries are the same mm-hmm. um an isolated ACL um is what you hope for um but if there's other ligament damage if there's meniscus damage um it all adds to the recovery time and and adds to um you know how long until you can be back out on the field doing the things that you should be able to do,
0: Kyle Vandenbosch our guest here on the Arizona Sports Line. I, I was bringing it up to Bick earlier, just focusing on the game. Obviously, Kyler Murray going down was one of the big plays of the game, kind of set a tone for for the at least the energy I thought in, in the stadium, if nothing else. Although the Cardinals did immediately bounce back well, but again, I think this this game last night against New England, Kyle, you know, boiled down to four plays. Uh, you know, that play with Kyler Murray, uh, the, the fourth down decision at the end of the first half by Cliff Kingsbury to go for it not go for the 50 yard field goal turned into a 6 point swing and ultimately like a 9 point swing with the with the Patriots getting a field goal at the beginning of the third quarter and then the two turnovers in the second half you know you are you, you change any one of those plays we might be looking at a different outcome but all that to me again you know, points to a team Kyle that I don't think deals with adversity in game adversity very well and that goes back to the second half of last season your thoughts on that
1: Yeah, I I, I tend to agree with that. I I think this team continues to struggle with um, situational football. Look, of all the criticisms of Cliff Kingsbury, um, I I don't mind him being aggressive on fourth down. Look, this team needed some magic here down the stretch. Um, You want to send a message to your team and to your offense and to your players that you trust them and you believe in them. And, um, look, why not throw caution to the wind? Um, Why not, you know, go for – go for the big plays, try to rally your team, try to rally the the fan base by making something happen on fourth down. I'm fine with that. And, And I actually, look, I don't have a problem with his play calling. I think Cliff is a really good play caller. Um, now this team continues to struggle with discipline. They continue to shoot themselves in the foot. You talk about four plays, but you know, there was at least three penalties that negated yeah. what what were potentially big games that that could have got this team back in the back in the game and and it's it's that type of thing you know, look you know. I don't know DeAndre Hopkins. I, I've really come to like him, and and you know the the type of person he is by him being featured on Hard Knocks and him caring about the community and uh, even his leadership. It doesn't. You necessarily show up when you're watching the game, but you can see it in hard knocks. Like, he he is a leader on that theme. Um, but for him to carry the ball in one hand and to say, hey, I guess it's a, it's a lesson in ball security. Look, he's a 30-year-old veteran. He's been playing this game for a long time. He has seen yeah. Kyler Murray run with the ball in one hand and have it stripped a couple of times. Somebody at at some point, you know, needs to be able to tell him in practice, tuck that ball away, put that ball away, don't run with the ball in one hand. I understand he's got huge hands and he's gotten away with it. But it doesn't hurt you until it hurts you. And, you know, it's, it's those little things that are concerning to me. And it's not little mistakes by rookies. It's not little mistakes by street free agents that you brought in and are playing on Sundays. These are key veterans that, you know, it's, it's fundamental things that, that you learn in pop warner football that, you know, are killing this team. And to me, that was the backbreaking moment of the game. Um, you know, really even after Kyler Murray went out, Everything looked like the Cardinals were the better team, had more talent, had more success with their offense, were a better team on the football field. And when that play happened is when it sucked the life out of the sidelines, sucked the life out of that stadium. Um, Look, it, it was devastating for everybody to see Kyler Murray go down. But Colt McCoy is the... You perfect backup to step in because the sideline did not lose faith. they kept fighting they had some success they were moving the ball they had a couple of scoring drives with colt mccoy um, he could have led that team to a win but it's just the mistakes just shooting themselves in the foot the untimely errors the the stupid mistakes i mean a.j yeah. green running out of bounds how long has he been in the league right I mean, you you can't do things like that that's that's what's killing this team and to me it's not a play call thing it's not an offensive coordinator thing it's not a defensive coordinator thing it's a discipline thing and, and that comes from you know not just the coaches it comes from the leadership in that locker room you you know those things get fixed in practice you can't just point to them on Sundays and say okay we can't do this again because at that point it's too
2: late What do you think about the dangers of fan apathy at this point because Kyle as you, as you know this, this team just cannot win games at home anymore, and it's this is now, and I guess um, one of their home losses was a game in Mexico City, so maybe it's inflated. But I saw a stat where it's been 105 weeks since the Cardinals beat a winning team at home. Uh, what has been lost, and how do you get that back?
1: Just keep fighting. Um, look, um, that, that's what I want to see, and honestly, that's. In spite of how that game ended against the Chargers, I, to me, uh, that was the game I appreciated most this year because they, the offensive line, physically dominated the defensive line, physically dominated that game. They continued to play hard, um, you know. And I expect that when you when you see the type of leadership that J.J. Watt brings to the defense, that Buda Baker brings, um, even a guy like Calvin Beecham that's featured on Hard Knocks, like they have. Some of the right guys in that locker room—they're not going to roll over. Um, look, I had a discussion with Drew Stanton last night, and I remember w- when I was—I signed with the Detroit Lions. Um, at the time, they were in a rebuild. And my first season there, we started out 2-10. and And you've got to find a reason to keep playing. And it's not just about pride. It's not just about your next contract. Like, you've got to bring some team aspects into it. And Coach Swartz, my head coach at the time, got everybody in the room and said, look, we've got four games left. We're going to... Uh, move forward like we need three out of these four last games to get into the playoffs because next year we're going to be sitting in these seats and that's the situation we're going to be in so we're going to prepare like we need to win three games to get to the playoffs we're going to practice like it we're going to study film we're going to game plan like we need three out of these last four and it's it's probably silly it's probably something that you know a lot of players rolled their eyes at but as a team, we won our last four games. We've ended up 6-10, and 10, and we carried that into the next season. We carried that attitude into the next season, like, you know, late in the season we're going to use those late-season games to get into the playoffs. And we, that next season we went 10-6 and six and got into the playoffs. And, and that's where we're at. I, I think what we need to do is stop talking about how is this 10-2 and two team, 4-9. Um, and nine. This is not the same team as last year. Each team has its own – Um, you know, different setbacks, different circumstances. And this is a 4 and 19. This is where we're at. So we need to figure out how we dig ourselves out of this hole, whether it be a rebuild, but. You know, it just felt like from last season to this season, in spite of what happened at the end of last season, it felt like, hey, let's run it back. We're good. Let's just do what we did last year. And that's not how it works. That's You know, we need to realize where we're at. We're a 4-9 team. And how do we climb ourselves out of yeah. this hole starting now? Not in the offseason, not, you know, uh, going into training camp or next year. Let's try to figure out a way to go to Denver and get a win and yeah. get things moving in the right direction. Kyle, great stuff, as
0: always. Thanks so much for uh, Thank you, spending some time with us today we'll talk again soon